0: My name is Randy, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. This podcast is made possible through Quinn Martin Productions, wardrobe provided by Botany 500 and sponsored by Benson and Hedges Cigarettes. Five lucky downloaders of this episode will receive a complimentary box of rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. This is the last stop podcast shop on your internet dial. So what is up on the podcast docket for today? In one of my last podcasts, I did a story about the neo-Nazi homeschoolers in Sandusky, Ohio. Well, I've ran across another story where high schoolers uh, that went to school with them uh, give a little description about them. (laughs) One of them called the guy a high school asshole who became a blackface-wearing neo-Nazi homeschooling dad. The Lawrences knew everyone, and everyone knew them. One town resident said about the couple that started the Neo-Nazi Homeschool Network in Ohio. When Logan Lawrence was unmasked last week as the co-founder of a Neo-Nazi Homeschooling Network, some of his friends and former classmates said the news immediately rang true. Lawrence, 36, who grew up in Upper Sandusky, and until recently worked for his family's insurance company, left a litany of signs of his racist beliefs over the years. He mocked Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech on his middle school intercom, had an obsession with World War II history in high school, and later dressed in racist garb at a local bar. In now deleted photos posted to the Facebook page of the Shatsky's Bar and Grill restaurant in Upper Sandusky which is owned by the sisters of Logan's best man at his wedding Logan was photographed at multiple Halloween parties in blackface and other racist costumes. Man <laughs> You'd like to see him get his lights punched out for doing that out back or something. Oh, my God. Vice News has confirmed with multiple people that it was Logan in the pictures. A representative of Schatzky's Bar and Grill did not respond to a request for comment on the pictures. You'd think the big comedian Dave Chappelle, who's black, and married to an Asian uh, wife uh, might lay off the transgender jokes and go after these people. I wish you would. One person who was at Logan's wedding and at the parties where Logan wore these costumes, and she was not surprised at last week's revelations. Yeah, they show us a picture of him in blackface, and it looks like he just rubbed uh, shit all over his face. But, well, he's a shitty guy, so why not? Logan has always been an asshole, and the people who know him aren't shocked, she told Vice News. Logan has, and his wife, Katya Lawrence, were unmasked as operators of the neo-Nazi homeschool network known as Dissident Homeschool Network on Telegram by the anti-fascist researchers at the Anonymous Comrades Collective. The Telegram group has thousands of members and shares classroom resources infused with the Adolf Hitler quotes, anti-Semitic themes, and white supremacist ideologies. Last year, Katja Lawrence said on a podcast that the reason she started the group was because she was having a rough time finding Nazi-approved material for her homeschool children. Uh, Yeah, I don't think the homeschooling system in the United States has uh, much approved Nazi homeschooling uh, material for you. Now, Lawrence, who worked as a web designer for years and designed the local sheriff's website, and the website of Schatzky's Bar and Grill shares examples of how her family embraces Nazi te- ideology, including baking a Fuhrer cake for Hitler's birthday and recording of her children shouting Sieg Heil. Mm, geez jeez. Logan has always been an asshole. The people who know him aren't shocked. After the group was revealed, politicians across Ohio, including Governor Mike DeWine, spoke out against it, but the upper town of <laughs> the town of Upper Sandusky has been strangely quiet, and some residents even allege that there has been a concerted campaign to try and silence these speaking out about the Nazi homeschool revelations, and a long and deep-rooted normalization of racism. Vice News spoke to more than a dozen residents and former residents of Upper Sandusky about the Lawrences and the town's relative silence. Many of these residents knew the Lawrences personally. Some of them graduated high school with Logan Lawrence Some of them worked with Katja Lawrence, and one individual was at Lawrence's wedding. The Lawrences were a couple who knew everyone, and everyone knew them. Wouldn't you kind of feel kind of slimy if you knew you were at these people's wedding? If you knew that about them, even if you didn't know, I would feel like that. And they add that there's little chance that the Law- Lawrences were alone in their beliefs. They have friends in the community and other residents who requested anonymity, told Vice News. They've done business in the community, and so somewhere along the line, one would imagine that they talk to people who are friends with them in the community, and there may be some like-minded people around them. The Lawrence knew everyone, and everyone knew them. Most of those who spoke to Vice News did not want their names published and were granted anonymity because of fears of professional or personal attacks from their fellow residents who want the news to simply disappear. Last week, Courtney Lang, one of Lawrence's high school classmates, posted a video on TikTok about the homeschooling network and was almost immediately hit with what she felt like a barrage of messages telling her to take the video down. Critics, she said, claimed she was damaging the town and the good people who live there. Oh, and then there's another picture of him. Uh, oh, what a dirt bag. He's like wearing, looks like he's wearing a sombrero and just took, that black chalk stuff that football players use under their eyes and just put it on his face. Are there racist people in Upper uh, Sandusky? One person commented on one of Lang's Facebook posts adding, hell yes, but in general they are good people. Okay. But others criticized Upper Sandusky residents for not taking a stand against anti-Semitism and racism. Well, there has been a strong response outside of Upper. The community has had minimal reactions. One resident who requested anonymity told Vice News, the response from city officials has been extremely limited, with many acting indifferent to things. However, the same day the news about the Nazi homeschooling group came out, there was a flurry of postings, on Facebook, warning them about an African-American man going to door-to-door selling vacuums. Priorities, I suppose. While Lawrence's outward appearance was that of a normal high school student, Lang, Lawrence's locker buddy, remembers he wasn't particularly interested in school, but was uniquely fascinated with the lessons on World War II There was a history class that we had together, and there was a lesson on the topic of World War II, she told Vice News. He didn't really put a lot of thought towards much in school, but he was really into that lesson. Lawrence would continue this obsession after high school, studying history, political science, and German at Ohio State University. Another time towards the end of middle school, Lang remembers Lawrence's reaction to a lesson about the history of segregation. Some of us wore red stickers, some of us wore blue stickers, and then in the middle of the week we would switch it up, and then basically it was meant to teach us about segregation, she said. Logan did not want to participate, so he just colored his sticker purple, but he did take part in another way teachers allowed him to get on the intercom and basically do an entire Martin Luther King type speech of i have a dream and it was in a very mocking manner another p- person who went to school with Logan corroborated this account looking back on it now there were some red flags about Logan But realistically, I mean, everybody in town has a red flag, Lang said. Last month, the dissident homeschool group shared lesson plans to mark the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which included a quote from Adolf Hitler and describing the civil rights leader as a deceitful, dishonest, dishonest, riot-inciting, and word. April, a former neighbor of the Lawrences, said she had no indication the Lawrences harbored such anti-Semitic and racist views, but has long known how deep the racism runs in the Upper Sandusky area. I've always had one of the darker-skinned people in Upper Sandusky. Oh, I've always been one of the... So I've always had a lot of racist interactions. April, who is of Hispanic descent, told Vice News, I've been followed through grocery stores. People would scream the N-word at me in social settings. I mean, there's always been a very racial ugliness to the town. When she was in high school, she said April remembered her best friend at the time was dating the son of one of the school officials. One day, April said she called her friend at home but her friend's boyfriend answered before shouting to his girlfriend. The N-word is on the phone. Ugh. Boy, it sounds like a real crap town to me. But. Who am I passing at Walmart that has some uh, the secret agenda to their life at home just because of the color of my skin? That's what makes me nervous that it was hiding in plain sight. Well, I'm sure there's good people in Sandusky, but... Eh. April, whose real name has been withheld due to concerns about safety and community blowback, only had a couple of interactions with the couple, uh, including one time where when she said Katja Lawrence ridiculed the appearance of her house. Because she had placed plastic over the windows during the winter to keep the wind out. That's what she complained about. Mm. <laughs> Maybe those two should be wrapped in plastic and put in that <laughs> uh ma uh Supermax prison in Colorado for a while. The revelation about her former neighbors has unveiled April. And she is scared that she and her family could become targets if these views are not more strongly condemned. Who else is smiling at me at church on Sunday and going home and hoping I die, April said? Who am I passing at Walmart that has a secret agenda to their life at home just because of the color of my skin? And, uh, yeah, it's hiding in plain sight. Upper Sandusky used to be known as a sundown town, a designation applied to towns that had laws practicing racial segregation. In Upper Sandusky during the 30s and 40s, black people were warned that they should not come out of their homes after the sun went down. One online account claimed that a sign posted at a local mill read, where don't let the sun set on you.'" While the sign was long taken down, town residents say that they that the uh, through-line of racism continued for decades. Lang and other, others uh, told Vice News that it has been an open secret that the Ku Klux Klan were operating in the area and meeting in farms just outside uh, the town. In the 1985 yearbook from the local high school that Logan Lawrence attended a picture of people dressed in the KKK signature white robes is featured according to a TikTok video posted by the resident of Upper Sandusky this week oh jeez and they put that in a yearbook Today, Upper Sandusky remains an overwhelmingly white town with just six residents identifying as black out of a population of over 6,600. According to the latest census data from 2020, And in total, almost 95% of people reported their ethnicity as white only. The reality is that this town has been very conservative It has had a history of racism years and years ago. Another local resident told Vice News that there's very little outward racism that occurs, but it's very much behind the scenes. But it's not just behind the scenes. Weeks before the revelations about the Nazi homeschool group, the town was roiled by the murder of a 22-year-old Karis Ribel. A rival was working in a Dollar Tree, and a machete-wielding man entered the store and killed her. The man, 27-year-old Bethel Beckel, has pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, but the murder was quickly seized upon by white supremacist protesters who held a demonstration in front of the courthouse two weeks after the murder. Several people who witnessed the protest told Vice that it was hard to know if local people took part because of the participants had covered their faces. Images and video of the protest, posted on social media, show the attendees were armed with assault rifles, wearing skull masks, a signifier of neo-Nazi acceleration groups. Rigan Sheer the racist podcaster who helped promote the dissident homeschool group to a national audience, has been wearing a similar mask while protesting a George Floyd memorial gathering in Brookings, South Dakota, according to images shared with Vice News. The murder has exacerbated racism and uh, nativism. In this town, Nick Barnes, a local resident, who operates a food truck in the town, told Vice News. While statewide figures have condemned the neo-Nazi homeschool network and the Ohio Department of Education has launched an investigation, local officials have remained largely silent. Both the Upper Sandusky City Council and the Wyandotte County Commission have yet to make a public comment on the situation and did not respond to Vice News' request for comment. The Wyandotte Chamber Board initially told Vice News it should not be commenting, but on Friday issued a statement saying it strongly denounces and condemns any intolerant actions or teachings, including those by the Dissident Homeschool Network. People aren't as angry about it as I want them to be, April said, and it's making me feel Uh, less important it makes me feel less of a person because I want them to fight and be angry so when they aren't it makes me feel like I'm not as valid the local newspaper the daily chief union was similarly silent on the news but finally published a story on its website four days after the revelations were made public the article, however, did not name the family involved, does not include a comment from any Upper Sandusky residents, and simply lists uh, various statements issued by officials and lawmakers. Yeah, I would say people aren't as angry about it as they should be. The biggest Facebook group in town, which has many members as the entire city, population refused to post a vice news article one user tried to post the piece but was denied a vice news post seeking comment from residents was deleted by the administrators of the count of the account uh, who did not respond to repeated attempts to contact them for a comment in another uh, Facebook group the private homeschool, group that Katja Lawrence was a member posted a statement condemning the actions of the Lawrences without naming them specifically. However, in screenshots viewed by Vice News, some members of the Facebook group criticized the statement and defended the Lawrences, calling it a hateful and judgmental statement against a family being attacked by cowards. One user continued to defend the Lawrences, writing that at least the journalists and researchers identified someone who has an educational focus on cultural heritage and race pride. The Lawrences have yet to respond to revelations about the dissident homeschool network, but Logan Lawrence's family, which operates an insurance agency in town, issued a statement last week on their company's website condemning the viewpoints and ideology uh, recently expressed by Logan and his wife. The statement added that Logan Lawrence no longer works at the company in any capacity. A person with knowledge of the Lawrence Insurance Agency told Vice that the office is being inundated with harassing and threatening phone calls. In a Facebook post, Logan's aunt, Stacy Barth, said that the extended family members had no idea what was going on with the Lawrence's Home School Network. Those who question the knowledge of the family are entitled to believe what they want, Barth wrote. Oh, yeah, couldn't you, being a family member, how hard that would be, like everyone would be saying, oh, yeah, you knew they were racist pieces of shit, but... Uh, I am part of this family, and I can promise you this has destroyed all of us. We have been silently trying to process all of this. Uh, Logan's immediate family has lost her son, brother, uh, uncle. We have lost our nephew and great-niece and great-nephews. A comment was made by a family member that it is like they died but are alive. Many of us have cried more this week than we have our entire lives. Members of the family did not respond to multiple requests for comment, but not everyone thinks statements like this are exactly true. One of Katja Lawrence's closest friends in Upper Sandusky, who was at her wedding, believes her family is trying to stop people from speaking out about their neo-Nazi activities. There is currently a witch hunt for anyone speaking to news outlets, she told Vice News. Logan's extended family members appear to be more concerned about who is speaking to the news than publicly condemning his actions. I've been told by locals the town, the family, and the insurance business shouldn't suffer because of one bad apple. Yeah, bad apple is... an understatement there man that was a long looking at this picture of him in these racist outfits it just looks like there might be half a brain cell there in that guy's head but it takes all sorts of crappy people too in the world well that is the last i'm going to talk about those race And and time to move on to something else. And uh, how many of you uh, had their team win in the Super Bowl? And all I know is the Minnesota Vikings did not win the Super Bowl. A lot of people say that uh, Tom Brady is the uh, goat of uh, quarterbacks. Him and, uh, I guess, Joe Montana have a little rivalry going, and and uh, <clears throat> as far as words go anyway, uh, that Joe Montana did it without all the the uh, protections and the radio and the in the helmet and all that sort of thing. And there's something to be said for that. And it would be interesting to bring back all the players in their prime and put together the ultimate team. Could you imagine that? Like you had Walter Payton and uh, Barry Sanders uh, and you know all the great quarterbacks. Oh, man, I would love to see a game like that. And the uh, halftime show, uh, I'm getting mixed reactions about that. It was kind of cool the way they raised and lowered those uh, platforms. And my niece said, who listens to the show, and gave me some nice compliments about my banter with CJ, And uh, I thought, well, that's kind of nice. I usually don't bring up the show. I let people do it to me, Then I know they actually, you know, pay attention to it a little bit or something, and uh, I'd like to thank her for her comments, and she's always welcome to uh, come on the show to... Talk movies and stuff, which I do from time to time. Now, if I ever see a good one again, it'd be uh, <laughs> good to discuss. And they said they might check out the Illusionist. I think they had someone seen it, but it was a good uh, movie. So, uh, like like I said, she's always welcome on the show. Banter about something, old music groups or whatever. But back to the Super Bowl, uh, (laughs) the halftime show, uh, got some comments that uh, people thought the the dancers in white were uh, actually... Uh, balloons that were floating across the, uh, the U.S. Uh, some referred to them as uh, portraying sperm, which uh, is <laughs> at the left, that one. But I, uh, my thoughts on it were that uh, the halftime show has become all about dancing and uh, crotch grabbing. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that's what halftime shows have become. Uh, give me an 80s band. Just come out and play some music. Bring some fans out on the field. You know, I would have been interested to see what Miley Cyrus would have done with it uh, instead of Rihanna. You know, like, Bring on ZZ Top. And I think Rihanna could belt out uh, a couple of their tunes and maybe they could play, uh, do a couple of her songs. Uh, You know, I won't mention the obvious two, but uh, in the end she'll probably get totally uh, sick to death of singing them. But, and also I'd like to bring up the Since I didn't have any skin in the game, and my team really uh, was not in it, but uh, there were no really standout commercials to me at all. Whatever happened to something that really stood out? But that's the way it goes. Uh, Another Super Bowl without the Minnesota Vikings being in it uh, is in the record books. You know, uh, Tom Brady could be my goat of a quarterback if he came back one more year uh, to play for the Vikings and, and get them a Super Bowl win. I know that would take a miracle and a half or at least two miracles, but it would be fun to see that happen. But I think at this time, I'm going to say I would like to thank everyone for listening to this episode of Infotainment, and you can check out my Facebook page and uh, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, all the other stuff, and... Hopefully, you will come back for the next uh, episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. And like I always say, I hope you have a happy day today and a happy ending tonight. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence.